0: Katie. Bridget. You were on a podcast. I was <laughs> for I was. the Retro Video Store Podcast.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, it was so much fun. I mean, sorry boys,
0: you outshine them as my sister. <laughs> I'm always gonna say that. No, I'm kidding. They're so funny. Yes. And Eric has the most podcasty of podcast voice. It's incredible. I
1: know. Neil made
0: me laugh. And I think you need to give some therapy to Dave for the <laughs> shoes. Listen to, for his memories of the shoe, listen to the episode if you guys want to learn more. Yeah.
1: We talked about Pet Cemetery, and just as a, you know, brief little sneak peek, Dave basically shared with us that every time he sees a, a single shoe <laughs> in the road, he thinks of the most horrific part of that movie. And I was like, oh my God, Dave, are you okay? <laughs> do you want to talk about Blink it? twice, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I basically just laughed the whole episode. But I do that here, too, so nothing's different.
0: <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was so fun. I was like, my sister's famous! And then I was like, oh, wait, we have a podcast, too. <laughs> you're famous,
1: too. We have microphones, so...
0: Wait, guys, like, we have microphones. Oh, oh, you're telling them? Okay. But you said it! Like, you know those people that are for real serious? We are those people now.
1: It's us. That's us. It's us. We're the
0: people. We have microphones. (laughs) I don't have a big giant headset yet, but I think we should get there. We should get there. Mm. Sisters,
1: sisters who've seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who've seen it sisters shoo be doo sisters shoo be doo be doo sisters 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 who seen it hello,
0: hello. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well hello <laughs>
1: She's super, super freaky! freaky. It was the one song I could not remember, and then it started playing, and just like you predicted, Bridge, it all came back to me like oh, Celine, Dion. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. Celine Dion. was amazing. Oh, Celine Dion. Welcome back to me now. Yes. Amazing. Welcome back, listeners. I'm going to jump right in and introduce us. So we are The Sisters who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And... Super Freak! Super, super Freak! freak! You're super <laughs> Freaky! <laughs> oh, that was the best... Dance move that she did was the arm thing. Oh my god, it was amazing! Amazing, oh, <sighs> iconic. This
0: movie <laughs> has the ability to make you feel uncomfortable, oh. hysterically laugh feel pity, yes. get excited, also like dance. It's just the most wide range of feelings and thoughts and emotions and it's fast.
1: So many feelings. Oh my and god, yes. What is it, Kate? Our movie this week is Little Miss Sunshine. She's a super, super freak. freak. <laughs> I think anytime we don't know what to say, we're just gonna start singing that this episode. <laughs>
0: I'm just like, I, oh God. I am. First of all, there's some great fun facts about this movie.
1: Oh, I can't wait to hear.
0: And to tie into your most recent podcast with Retro Video Store, there's actually something that fits that I thought could be quite interesting about Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Oh boy, really? For this movie? Uh Uh-huh. Oh my. So, the writer of this movie, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, was at some sort of talk or listen to some sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger talk. And in <laughs> this talk, Arnold Schwarzenegger went on and on about how, and I, this is why I want to get the direct quote for it.
1: Oh my god, is it going to be the motivational speaking? It's close.
0: Ugh. Arnold Schwarzenegger goes, if there's one thing in this world that I hate, it's losers. <gasps> I despise them. Arnold! And the screenwriter, Michael Arnott, okay, he basically and this so this movie is in 2006 so Arnold gave this Mm -hmm. talk earlier than 2006 but Mm -hmm. the writer was like I just thought there was something so wrong with that attitude there's something so demeaning and insulting about referring any person as a loser and I wanted to attack that idea that in life you're either going up or you're going down. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger what? How is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Okay your movie trivia if you asked like (laughs) who sparked the idea for Little Miss Sunshine and put Arnold Schwarzenegger everyone's Getting that wrong. That's right. the bonus one that no one is getting right, and you and I are, and we're gonna get the points for the game we made up.
1: And listeners, if you are fans of our podcast, you now also know the answer. So be on the lookout because that is tricky. I would have never made that connection in the world at all.
0: So that I I think that was like the, the biggest thing that like stuck with me on where this movie came from, and and then there's like the obvious that it just was an indie film and in Sundance and then it just exploded and people were like fighting over buying it and it turned into yeah. this bidding war and that's what made it such this crazy big success is that the hype and like I think up until like I don't know only like four years ago it was the highest paid
1: indie film like from Sundance. Wow. Basically all these people were fighting over it. This is a lot of uh, like a lot of famous actors in it too and they were famous uh, before this movie. It's not yeah. like this movie like elevated these people. Like I think I've seen every single one of these main actors in other movies. Yeah. Even the weird e- emo brother. I've I've seen him in a couple other things. He's he's not as big as the other people, but he's still there.
0: Yeah. So I had to get that one out.
1: Well, Bridge, you know, I picked this movie for you because I know you are a big fan of the indie. I know you love the drama and the comedy and just movies about life. And that's pretty good description of this movie. So would you like to give us a little synopsis?
0: I would. Okay. I would. Okay, But first I want to read the sentence that I stole from wherever I watched this.
1: Okay, well that's not going to count as your synopsis. It won't, so but I want to read it. Page. I want to okay. read it
0: because it always makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, how, how like a real writer writes these and then um. I attempt to say it. So a real writer wrote, A family determined to get their young daughter into the finals of a beauty pageant take a cross-country chip in their VW bus. <laughs> Well,
1: that's, yes. I mean, I'm like,
0: uh, you forgot about
1: all of the rest of it. A lot of things missing, but that's the, you know, skeleton, sure.
0: Okay, so as I attempt to make this synopsis, some people I called by their actor name, some people I called by their actual, like, real name. It's and, fine. Uh, interchanging. Yeah, yep.
1: we're gonna roll with it.
0: Yes, so Albuquerque, this is where it all takes place.
1: Oh, I was like, is that one of the actors? The so actors? one of the I missed characters' that, I that
0: one Albuquerque. no oh dear (laughs) and it's basically a family that has you know a mom and dad a little girl who's seven that the movie is all around because Mm. yes she does get accepted into this beauty pageant Um, she's about seven i think and all around her they live with (laughs) The grandpa, who's the dad's dad, best. He's Alan the best Arkin. character. He is best
1: character in the movie. A
0: hundred percent, the best character in the movie. Love him. Who is raw and wild, but absolutely loves the daughter Olive. Oh, so sweet. And he he helps create the dance for her, and at the same time, he's just flipping up people off and being really crude, and he's snorting cocaine. So that's sure is. him. The dad is taking a big risk in. Life to basically do a self help tour and he's failing miserably and you just watch him try to sell his Mm. self help while not being helped and it's
1: listeners Bridget and I are making like really cringy faces right now because his character was so unlikable and then the end it was a little better but he
0: gets it together at the end but wow um, okay from a psychologist standpoint I need you to to figure him out for me. And then Mm. (laughs) the brother is taking a vow of silence for nine months because he wants to get into the Air Force.
1: Yep, and that's the only way to get in the Air Force is to take a vow of silence.
0: No one understands what's happening. Nope. But the self-help dad says he has discipline. <laughs> then part of also the chaos into this is the wife, Tony Collette, is <laughs> trying to just keep everybody together and she's just like being the mom that's running around and never like sitting down, but her brother brother. brother, Steve Carell, ends up with them because he tries to commit suicide. Yeah. It doesn't happen and so she is kind of making sure the doctor said like you need to watch him and this is what gloms them all together and instead of them being just left at home while they go take their seven year old to a beauty contest, they all decide to go together and it is some crazy stuff that happens somebody dies and they (laughs) keep (laughs) going And then they get to this beauty contest and it is
1: horrific nightmares, horrific
0: nightmare. And this big realization of this. We're not really meant to be here. And it was all about this movie was all about just be who you are and not something you aren't. And that's Mm. enough. But yet the world is telling you you're not and you just are enough. And then at the end, you see them all accepting that. And that's what makes it really fun and heartfelt. Yeah. Yep. What did I miss? So
1: heartfelt. No, I think that was a really good synopsis. You hit all the main points. And then, of course, there's like, you know, things that happen that kind of change people throughout the movie. But that's really it. It's kind of like you get started off with all these people who just kind of have weird relationships, (laughs) as a lot of families do. And then we pack them in a bus. And by the way, the bus is kind of broken. (laughs) Um, So that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it is such a, like, you really said, it. it has so many emotions, and I'm not gonna lie, when I watched this, I watched oh. it, like, midday the other day, it was, like, sunny out, I'm like, I've got time, I just ate lunch, I'll watch it now. Which I cried, like, eight times, and I distinctly <laughs> remember crying at parts where I was like, I don't think this was... To cry here, but there's definitely tears in my face. Oh, Were you like, oh, my family. Oh, the trauma. <laughs> oh, no, the PTSD. No, no, no. It wasn't that kind of cry. From our
0: minivan trips to Aunt Chris and Uncle
1: Dave's. <laughs> ah! At least we had a TV in that car. Holy moly. I can't imagine what the heck that would have been like. Although Grandpa was pretty cool. I'm just yeah. saying. So, like, that might have changed things. But. Totally. Yeah. I. So, okay, I will
0: tell you that, like, the way that they set up each character in the beginning. What I noticed with this movie is you got a quick snapshot of like, you know, you met the grandpa and he's like teaching her how to dance but then just snorts cocaine. You get that in like two two seconds. But then as like the movie keeps going you get to know him a little more. And then as it keeps going you get to see him when Greg Kinnear has his epic failure moment. Which one? There are multiple. The one when he really was like, he didn't get it and then he came to the front of the car and was like, you know what kid? Uh, You tried. You know a lot of people uh, don't even try and you tried and then you got to see this like that
1: was one of my tear up moments yeah it
0: was like an onion you got to see so each character just kept unfolding in Mm -hmm. front of you because first of all this movie took five years to
1: film what why did they actually travel cross country in a broken bus well it
0: was like they only shot during the day it was very much like they shot small chunks of time it was the scenery if you notice wasn't really that really different I mean they're just kind of like in a house in a car in a a beauty contest, yeah. whatever. So I just loved watching each character evolve in front of you. And they mm-hmm. were all so different and they all like right away did not like each other. And that made it so <laughs> much more fun because like yes. they couldn't hold in the jabs or like the eye rolls or just like, I cannot take you.
1: Well, that's not true, though. There was one person that everybody liked, including me in the audience. <sighs> it was Olive. Oh, Olive. She was the glue holding this family she together. She really was. She was Thank for Ellen. she was so a precious angel. I love her.
0: <laughs> she was. Oh my god! The first scene, it just starts. The camera is just focusing in on her face, oh. and she's practicing her beauty pageant, like beauty queen winning face, and yeah. <laughs> And she's just, like, she's got those big glasses. And they did it well where, like, she wasn't super, like, you're so ugly, that's crazy. But she wasn't, like, how the really,
1: I mean, those kid beauty pageants. I hate it. I, I'm, it's so, like, it's so uncomfortable. I have so many opinions about it. And I just, I hated it.
0: Because even at the end, she had her makeup on and she looked so pretty. I don't even think she
1: wore makeup.
0: You think she was wearing makeup at the yeah, end? She, yeah, she put, at the beauty pageant, she, like, put makeup on herself but like she just looked like a kid like a beautiful kid and the rest of them were so weird alien they looked like
1: little women but like scary and I hate it so much.
0: Yeah. So basically, I don't even know how to start because
1: Well, let's talk about each character. So yes. Olive gets introduced that way, and then you're like, oh, I so precious Angel, love you. Then the dad is like being a jerk, talking on the phone. No, he's doing his presentation about the stupid program to like five people in a room. The <laughs> nine steps. Katie, the nine steps. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was ten steps. It's nine steps. It's Why isn't nine... it ten steps? You could could make up another step and make it an even number.
0: <laughs> I believe you. It's <laughs> nine. I don't know. That would be so dumb.
1: <laughs> I believe you. Um. So that's uh, cool. And then the emo kid is being emo, working out. And Dwayne, his name. Oh my god! I was like, what the flip is oh his yeah, name? How do you forget that name? It's Dwayne. Dwayne's the emo kid. And then Grandpa's the best, but he's doing drugs. Um. So that's that. And then the mom is smoking and she lies to the husband about it as she's going to pick up Steve Carell from the hospital. <laughs> she also was, like,
0: on the phone, like, oh, my God. I,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like, I'm not smoking. I'm like, you're literally snorting in his face. He's gonna smell it in the car. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah and like what a interesting introduction because it's like such a heavy topic. Like the guy tried to commit suicide Ugh. and he didn't. And we don't, I guess like, yeah, we don't know. what really. We happened. don't know if it was like a botched or if he abandoned it, but I, I kind of really got the know. sense it was like a botched because yeah. he had said one line where he's like, oh, I wish I wasn't here or something. And like he said it as a joke, but you're like, ah, too soon. Too soon. Uncle Frank Right? That's Steve Carell, by the way. Okay.
0: So. The scene where Olive is like, well, what happened to you? What happened?
1: Oh. I
0: wanted Katie. What? Oops, sorry. I wanted you. (laughs) 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 Or delete your full name. I wanted you in that dinner table to like give the, what is the correct response for that? Because if I was at that dinner table, I'd be like, what is appropriate? I have, do you tell a seven-year-old if somebody committed suicide?
1: Well, he didn't. Uh,
0: So whatever. If he attempted did it. Do you tell them? Is that
1: I mean they kind of start off by saying like oh it was an accident and they're like no it wasn't because it was on purpose but then again it's like you don't know what stopped it which I think is interesting because it technically if he stopped himself then like technically you could refer to it as an accident. Yeah. I mean you're supposed to kind of be developmentally appropriate so is a seven year old going to understand that even if you explain it? They're not. And you know she didn't. And then the conversation kind of got seared off anyway because he, they started talking about he was a gay man and had a boyfriend and all that but I honestly wouldn't have gone too much into detail okay? because it's I don't think developmentally it makes sense like what's gonna be the harm and not telling her kind of thing yeah but yeah. I, it's like both parents handled it wrong because the dad was making such a big deal of like don't tell it and I'm gonna yell at the mom in front of you about it but then the mom was like the other the spectrum where she's like let just talk about whatever because it's gonna be great and you're like these are both not you don't do that yeah I was like I understand why Dwayne isn't talking I don't know what's happening
0: (laughs) I think I'd be Dwayne in that scenario I'd be like I'm having a vow of silence because I can't deal with you all well and
1: then Dwayne just writes. I don't know if it was this scene but there was at least another scene or probably a couple where he writes on a pad and he's like (laughs) welcome to hell they were going to sleep. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Wait,
0: at that same dinner scene, we're really introduced to Alan Arkin. And he (gasps) comes up and he goes,
1: what are we having for dinner? And she goes,
0: chicken. (laughs) He's like one chicken he's like good one chicken chicken! he just like loses it he's like a chicken i was like oh alan arkin's amazing
1: amazing he had such energy god i loved him oh my god i love a good energetic grandpa what can i say but yeah and it's just like i don't know that dinner was uncomfortable so uncomfortable purposefully so obviously to show that like everyone is like It was a weird relationship. And I hated, hated when Richard, the dad, the dad, he makes a comment about how like Uncle Frank was like kind of a loser for trying to kill himself. I hate that.
0: It's just the Arnold Schwarzenegger moment.
1: Oh, God. How does that make any sense? I hate it so much.
0: Well, and it it just, you were so embarrassed for Greg Kinnear because you could tell he knew he wasn't even believing himself and he was just like lashing out, but in a self help way. And it was just preachy and weird. And I felt like like he
1: did believe some of that though in the beginning. And then I think it like kind of started to unravel itself as the trip wow. went on. <laughs> but he really pissed me off he was so so unlikable like all of my notes about him in the beginning are like oh my god Richard sucks oh my god Richard sucks Richard's such an- what <laughs> well, well
0: how about this when Steve Carell his brother-in-law comes back from the hospital with you know the attempted suicide and mm. he shakes his hand
1: Yeah, he's like hey
0: hey how's it going I'm like no
1: no no that's no. not how you do
0: that this isn't mm. a business dinner yeah but and then Olive because She's the glue. Goes up and kisses Uncle Frank and I says,
1: know. "Hi, Uncle Frank. Good to oh see you." Oh my god! She's so happy to see him, and then like oh she's just such a sweetie poo poo i love her and even when he talks about like oh i fell in love with a man and you know she goes a man he's like yeah and she she her response is just like that's silly and he's just <laughs> like anyway let me tell you about my trauma seven-year-old i'm like everyone what's going on? it's too much too yeah.
0: much oh wait i got the quote about the losers olive uncle frank gave up on himself winners never do that
1: okay well yikes yikes indeed i hate it also richard basically like i guess it's before the dinner he comes home and it's so chaotic and crazy oh. and like he listens to the voice messages on the phone and there's a little miss sunshine message and he like he doesn't delete it i guess so that's cool but like he skips through it to like be selfish and like see if he got any messages and he didn't and then he doesn't bring it up until like after dinner like what this is important message? What is wrong with you? And he's just like, oh, by the way, there was some message. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. I'm like, can you just like pretend, like just try to like not be a jerk? Yeah. Just give it a try. I don't know. See how you feel. He can't see how you feel about it. He can't. So terrible. He also
0: goes on a preachy moment where Frank. That's Steve Carell, right, Uncle Frank? Yeah. And he goes something about luck, like oh, I wasn't lucky or something. And he goes, not about luck, Frank. Not about luck. Willing yourself to win. That's what it's about. And
1: then I wrote, what a f- what? psycho. <laughs> <laughs> is that when they were in the van and then Steve Pearl's like being sarcastic and he's like wow thanks thanks for that that's Eventually funny. he
0: got there because he couldn't take it. Oh my Hold God. Hold on. I'm going to have a Steve Carell appreciation moment. Oh, okay. I thought he was super hot in this oh, movie. Hey, I'm sorry. Comforting. I don't, maybe
1: oh I'm my. just getting older. I just like, I thought he, I think he was hot. It the beard? He had a beard. He had a sexy beard. They had points. Yeah. He had a sexy
0: beard and he just like, he was nice. I mean, he wasn't nice to the dad because Greg Kinnear was a jerk, but like, yeah. he was fairly nice to everybody and was just kind of like for, his situation. It was fairly stable to the people around him. and I don't know. I just thought he was like super hot. I was like, yes, Steve Carell. I'm feeling you. That's how I know I'm getting older.
1: Okay. Well, I'm actually... Of all the main characters, I'm glad it was him because it was Grandpa. I'd be like, "Uh uh-oh. And if it was Richard, I'd be like, ah! And if it was Emo Kid, I'd be like, jail time for you. So... Oh wait, also at the dinner.
0: This is a really 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 random moment, but I don't know if you do this, but they had popsicles at the end of the dinner. Oh. And I don't know that. if you noticed, but Tony Klet just takes the popsicle and bites it with her teeth. Yeah, she chomps like
1: a dinosaur. Yep. <gasps> mm. That is like
0: like oh my god. I don't know why. I was just like ee! <laughs> that was what a rage chomp if I ever saw one. Because holy moly! So cold. Why would you do that?
1: She's so angry. That whole like it was so chaotic oh, when so they get the message, and then and then Olive starts having her freak out, and like, it, and it's exciting because it's like, oh, she. What? So okay, so just so I'm clear on the backstory with this whole beauty pageant thing, Olive went to visit cousins in Florida. Oh. Of course, it's Florida, or it was not Florida, and I'm just like associating that with beauty pageants. Anyway. And when she goes to visit them There was like somehow through that She entered one time And then came in second And then that's how we led to where we're at today
0: Well the first place winner Right It was regionals or whatever Because the first place winner had to drop out and The woman was like diet
1: pills or something Which are like a seven year old diet pills No but I guess like So before Little Miss Sunshine pageant She literally only competed one time Oh It's not like she did this on the reg? Like, my understanding was, oh, she did it once, yeah. and we're all just like, whatever. It's something she did with her cousins, and then she actually gets in and they're like, oh, what? now we have to do stuff for this. What's happening? Well, so I I looked at it like she did it, was in love with it, and wanted
0: to do more, which is why she was like practicing a dance with the grandpa, okay, right prior to dinner, remember? Because they're like, oh, okay, we're working on true. it. So that's I thought, true. and then you see her watching the beauty pageant like winner on TV. So, like, I thought she just got in into it, you know? I knew
1: she was into it. I guess I just didn't understand, like, her backstory. Like, I didn't understand, like, how often did you compete? Yeah. What's your resume? Yeah. Um... (laughs) I didn't know, but I just got the sense that the family, besides the grandpa, because grandpa was the best, I got the sense that the family didn't take it so seriously, and that's why when they get that message, and was like, I'm excited, everyone else is like, ugh, we have to do stuff? Why can't, like, (laughs) her cousins do it? And they try to, like, call them, and then they're like, oh, snap, we gotta do stuff. Yes. Also, when
0: you mentioned resume, you made me think of our Dark Crystal episode. I don't know (laughs) what
1: (laughs) that (laughs) is. Olive has a better resume than Jen the Gelfling. Let's just call a spade a spade. Thank you for my TED Talk. Goodbye.
0: But I think you're on to something with this is like a one time new thing because you figure if she's in that world she'd be prepared when she gets to LA, right? That's where they go. And it's a whole other scene. And even though you see, and this is what makes me so sad for these kids, is like on TV you see adults that actually look like adults dressing up and whatever and so what's so messed up about the kids is like your point that they have to look like the adults and so Olive I think is like what's happening? I just thought you're supposed to like be yourself and do right? your thing and my grandpa told me this like cool dance and it was just like well,
1: oh, soul crushing. I think a sequel to this movie should be Olive growing up and forming her own circuit of pageants <gasps> where <laughs> kids are normal children and no makeup's allowed. If If you're under um, 15. Whoa, we're making this movie. And then Alan Arkin is the guardian angel grandpa, but he's also the devil on the other shoulder. And mainly he's just the devil. Yep. Yep. It'd be so awesome. It'd be so awesome. I want to see
0: that movie. I mean, because she's grown up now. I mean, that was 2006. I want to see that movie. That would be so fun.
1: Yeah. Because it really is like the whole journey of them traveling is like you know that we're all going to this pageant and that's the end game but you're really not like thinking about the pageant because there's so many other things that happen during this whole drive that you kind of like honestly it felt like kind of like the rest of the family they're putting it in the back of their minds and they're like we're all thinking of our own shit going on and then when they finally get there that's when they're like oh yeah we oh, forgot this is like oh, <laughs> teeny around. bopper what?
0: Oh, Beauty pageant. Steve Carell and Dwayne are like, all right, let's get in there. And oh my god. They open the door, they like, go in for three seconds and run out, and they're like, she can't go on stage. <laughs> what?
1: The what was that? It was like they walk in and it was like some girl like what? yodeling, and oh. then they immediately leave. I was like, same, just same. Right. I I think it
0: was, and this is why this movie was so timely. I think it was in this like early two thousands that those like beauty pageants became more like nationally publicized, and yeah. you know reality TV and all these things, and you started seeing all these like little kids in that world.
1: Well, like Honey Boo Boo. Honey I was Boo like, Boo. Like, Actually, Honey Boo Boo might have been after this, but, but it was like, still, you're right. Like 2000s like Because we didn't
0: grow up with that. I've never seen that in my life. And I remember being so shocked by how that world is. But to some people, that is so normal. So it hits you like a ton of bricks at the end. And I read that they, the ones that showed up, it's not like the movie, like zhuzh them up. That is professional, like kid beauty pageant.
1: I kind of assumed that a lot of those Ugh. girls were like genuine because you were just like, there's so many of you. Like there's no way these are all actors. There's no way like these have to be legit kids, which is even sadder because I'm sure at some point they grew up and looking back we're like, oh wait, I was the example of the weird part. Huh? Okay. All right. So let's talk about some of the road trip shenanigans because there's a lot of stuff. There is a lot. And the first note I'm seeing is that Grandpa decides. I don't know why. We don't know. He just decides to start making a. speech to Dwayne about how Dwayne should have sex with as many wait, women as humanly wait. possible. When he starts
0: out, he goes, Dwayne, is that your name? I'm like, where's grandpa? He's like, that's your name, right? was like, You're the worst. I love it. I love
1: it. And then they're all like, Dad, like, stop. You know, you're being crude, whatever. He's like, Olive, can't hear me? And he goes, Olive, I'll give you a million dollars if you turn around. And she does it. Wait. so funny. I have a fun
0: fact for that scene. So Alan Arkin, being the magical, magical man he is. We love him. He said, as he read the script, he goes, this scene is crude. And I don't want to do it in front of Abigail Breslin, a.k.a. Olive. So she was actually listening to, like, loud music in that scene. Oh, Never knew it happened. My heart! That's right? so
1: precious, Angel. I love that.
0: So, yeah. So she was just, like, jamming away to Kelly Clarkson. I think that was the... That's <laughs> so another... That's another movie trivia question. What was she listening to? Kelly Clarkson.
1: Wait, do you know that for a fact? Or did yes. you make that up? Well, that's, oh, that's real?
0: That's what the internet told me as far as fun facts, so, yeah. Was it
1: since you been gone with the letter <laughs> U and not the word? Because that's...
0: The song. I don't know, but Dwayne, Dwayne okay. literally, like, he's like, have you had sex with women? And Dwayne's like, uh, uh no. I don't, Dwayne what? just,
1: like, looks weird. He's like, I don't know what's happening. He's like, don't give me the notepad. Don't give me the notepad. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love it. And then they're at the f***ing bar- diner. Oh, ah! This is where Katie flipped the table because I, this was, I guess, so Okay. I went from rage to then, like, I probably cried a little <laughs> at the end, which, like, like, you're not supposed to, I don't think, but I got emotional.
0: This was way too real for me. Like, yeah. I felt like Olive many times Aww. in my life and that's scene. Bridget, you
1: have ice cream whenever you want! <sighs> okay!
0: I just... You know, the thing that makes that scene so sad, Katie, is like that happens a lot.
1: So what's messed up about that scene is one, they're bringing it up to her and she's a young girl. And I guarantee you if she was a little boy, Mm -hmm. this would not be a conversation coming up. But the fact that she's a girl and society is trash and treats women like trash, even when they're young. That's why this happens. And I just
0: (sighs) I hated it so much. And I, I have some lines down from it. Uh, he tries to explain while being like nice sure. and you're like like everyone was looking at him like he's about to set the bomb off and he's like whoa, right, whoa whoa, whoa whoa guys ice cream so olive ice cream has fat uh. fat gets on your body guys guys I'm just talking facts you should check out my nine steps fat <laughs> on your body and he's like olive and then he asks you know these women in Miss America what you want to be doing are they skinny or fat never in her mind has yeah. she ever thought about that until this moment. And then she's like, "Uh, I guess they're skinny and for the second time I write psychopath
1: and <laughs> yes. the yes.
0: table comes together and then the mom attempts to be nice but really it's grandpa yes, once it's again grandpa. Yep. coming in and she goes I don't want the ice cream and this terrible terrible sad moment and he goes oh you're not gonna have your ice cream I guess I will and then Steve Carell goes in oh. and then Twain goes in and they're Dwayne, so I know. Sweet. And then so Tony Klette, the mom goes in, and like then she's like, "Oh wait, I'll have some too." And you're just like, "Yeah, be a kid, my Seriously. heart, Greg Kinnear, be a kid,
1: Ugh. eat ice cream." If you're an adult, also eat ice cream. Just eat ice cream. I mean, life is short.
0: But after that scene, Olive's confidence got broken
1: a little. Yeah. And
0: Ellen Arkin is just like slowly building her back up.
1: Yeah. They don't like reveal it right away either because there's like another, there's like a lot of random stuff again that's kind of happening. Like the car, that's when I, after the diner, the car breaks and then the family has to work together to get it moving, <laughs> which. The <laughs> I did like that, that yeah basically it's like we all suck yeah. and now we need to work together so screw us right?
0: So that mechanic that was like you know cause they were they were basically like well the car the car's shot I don't know what do we do and like he's like well actually in this model did you know <laughs> if you're on a hill and you just let it go you just gotta get to third and I feel like I don't know anything about cars but I'm gonna guess that's probably not really true
1: because no like, i don't think so isn't that?
0: No. don't they have to go like kind of fast and they're just well like- then he was
1: like oh if you're on a hill then it'll just start rolling and i'm like this is Not super safe.
0: We literally saw the chaos of like what was mentally happening with dinners and talking and thoughts, like physically. Then and then you were just like, okay, we're all running (laughs) onto the bus just like we do. It's just and then then because of it, like sometimes they couldn't stop and other times they could, (laughs) and it was just like such chaos. It was just crazy, but yet I never got the sense that they. It was like they were all so used to having these like hurdles <laughs> in life yeah. Yes. that they were just like, well, let's go. The nine steps. We're going to run with the bus now. I don't know. First of all, I'm sorry in life. You need to put up your hands and say, we're quitting because even when grandpa dies, the oh. nine steps, he's like, we're not quitting. We're getting this beauty pageant. And I was like, oh, really? Cause I think this is when you quit. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Like what is happening?
1: Of all the points to quit, that definitely would have been the best one. I think because that was really sad. And then also somewhere in there Uncle Frank sees his ex-boyfriend. Oh. What are the chances? Aren't we in like a random state that you don't live in and I just... I didn't
0: like that. I
1: didn't either. I was kind of like, we get it. Like he's sad. I don't need to see a scene of the ex-boyfriend being a little <laughs> But like
0: it was it was only funny because and they used it twice. They used the porn magazines in oh. two scenes. <laughs> yeah. That scene was good because, like, okay, yeah, if you see your ex that you like caused all this chaos in your life, and then they're seeing you buy these like female, poor, booby magazines and he's gay. Yeah. But then also the cop that came in. Remember the scene with the cop in the magazine? Oh my God,
1: wasn't that cop also from Breaking Bad? Wasn't that one yes. of the. Yes! Like... It was. I was like, what Hank? the? Hank!
0: He was Hank from Breaking okay. Bad.
1: Okay, another question. Was Stan Grossman played by Brian Cranston? Yes, she was. Oh my yes, god! Because I was like, <laughs> what? The Christmas get the flip out. Of here. What is this, a Breaking Bad reunion? Because we're in the desert and all these <laughs> actors were available? What's going on? <laughs> That's lit. Oh, my God. Okay, a
0: lot of what you read says that, that this was, like, the pre, like, undertones of Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad didn't come out, I think, until after this movie.
1: Well, were they just all hanging out in the desert and they're like, mm, let's just keep doing this. I need
0: to look that up. When did Breaking Bad start?
1: Wow. I was like, whoa, yeah. mind blown. That's so crazy.
0: Two years later, Breaking Bad comes yeah. out. Wow. So yeah, but okay, I don't know how I felt about Brian Cranston's character because okay, Stan Grossman, Stan Grossman, did Stan Grossman call it? Stan Grossman, okay, Ugh. finally when he is just a psychopath and shows up in person to this he drove
1: like, 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 hotel, a moped on the highway,
0: <laughs> <Is that laughs> I illegal? don't.
1: Okay. I no. don't know what was happening, but you nope. would
0: think if you kept denying this guy's phone call, right? And you're like, this person's a stalker, they can't accept no, and what are you gonna do? Yeah, He was kind of calm for seeing him in person. Oh yeah,
1: it was like just a scene of them having like a chat where Stan's like, sorry, it didn't work out. I'm like, Stan, are you scared? Because I'm scared. What's happening?
0: Well, that's the thing. I would think that he would be like really freaked out mm-hmm. that like this guy showed up and he just seemed calm. I, it was not the Brian Cranston movie we know and love. I think he is. yeah has taken leaps and bounds on
1: his character skills but yeah and honestly like I understand that it was kind of like oh okay it's not gonna work out and then he went to chat with him and even that was just like a little anticlimactic like I almost wish they kind of left it at I got a phone call that said it's over and it's over and like you brought up with the grandpa where the grandpa does go up to him and it's like hey you tried to do something some people never try and like whatever happens like I'm proud of you like yeah. again yeah. that was what number 87 moments of me tearing up in this movie Ugh. I just wish they left it at like that because it yeah. just felt kind of unnecessary where you're like okay so it's the same and like you're not any sadder because then the next morning grandpa's dead and life is horrible my god uh, and Olive had to find him oh. I
0: know. she said it's grandpa so will not wake up it's so sad oh my god Ugh. but you know it's funny that like at the same time I don't know Like I was sad He passed away I've also seen this movie So it wasn't that much Of a shock Yeah But I also was like Happy for him Because I just felt like He lived fast and free And was just like Unapologetically
1: himself And He did like Talk about that At one point I feel like he kind of Goes on a thing Where he's like I'm old I gotta do What I can do Now And, and the, Cause they were like Dad you got kicked Out of the retirement home For like doing drugs And he's yeah. like I'm old I don't to do that And then he turns to Dwayne And he's like You can't do that du- <laughs> like don't you do drugs but I'm old so I could do it. <laughs> I
0: He's like, like ah. That stuff messes you up too early. Wait till you're older than you. Yeah. And I will tell you, I've thought about that. Like, I kind of, like, understand his philosophy. It's like, you do you. And Greg Kinnear was so funny because he was like, God, Dad, you're so stupid. And I almost wanted to be like, really? Is he? Is he? Because you're literally taking his body and taking it out a window into a van.
1: Sure did. That's uh, a I, lot I'm of crime. so confused what's happening. There's a lot, of, a lot of illegal things happening. And, like, what did they tell Olive? They were just like... We're just going to have dead grandpa in the back. Don't look at it. Well,
0: I mean, what's worse, the ice cream conversation or the dead grandpa <laughs> in the back seat? I don't know, man. That's a dope Which story. is going to traumatize you longer <laughs> in your professional opinion. Oh,
1: God, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Okay, and then Lord. in the midst
0: of it, because while Dwayne's character was very like, I'm going to be in the Air Force. I am always working out. I'm very disciplined. I'm not going to speak. He learns that he's colorblind and oh, can't fly it was
1: very sad, and
0: it was his breakdown moment. And I actually really liked that scene.
1: I do too. I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they had a point where he started talking again
0: because it was just like, oh my god, like he, he was getting a little old. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm kind of like sick of you too, because like a lot is going down, right? And you're just taking it on the chin and like saying everybody stinks. Like it was just really good timing. And then of course all of the glue oh. comes just goes to him i'm pretty like, sure
1: oh. that was um katie cry moment number 217 <laughs> because the mom goes over to try and talk with him and he's like yeah i hate all of you i hate you and he goes in this whole little emotastic monologue and then she like is crying and she's like i don't know what to do and then the dad this is like one good thing richard did richard's like let, let i'll talk to him and she's like no i'm let the seven-year-old Olive's just like I'm cool I'll go do it because I'm glue and she (laughs) does and she doesn't even say anything to him that's the best part of that scene is she says absolutely nothing to him she just literally walks up she puts her little arm around him and then she puts her head on his shoulder and literally in like two seconds he's like okay and then he gets up and he goes because he loves his sister because everybody loves Olive this was a movie about perseverance and like just overcoming personal obstacles. It
0: was. It was. Because even though
1: he was hurting, he was like, I have to do this for my sister because I love her. And it's not about (laughs) me. It's going to be about her because this is what she wants. Oh, so sweet. Yes. Oh my
0: God. I loved it. I loved it. And then that was really fun because then Steve Carell and him had like witty banter back and forth. And I thought that was kind of like, because it was really fun at the pageant that he was talking and he was like, yes, you know, what's happening? But I, I have something in my notes that I want to go back to the hospital scene. Okay. Because...
1: Oh, is it about the bereavement counselor who sucks? Why? Well... Because she sucks. Before
0: that, before that, the (laughs) the
1: doctor comes out,
0: says that Alan Arkin's passed away. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this, but he screams at the top of his lungs.
1: And I was yeah. like,
0: what? Why did, did Yeah, you
1: what, what? I don't know. I, why? I don't everyone stressed the hospital. I don't know. But that breathing counselor, I was like, you are also very unlikable. Do you want to join Richard's program? Because <laughs> I feel like you might be into it because you have the worst <laughs> attitude ever. And what's going on? Like, don't call yourself a counselor if you're gonna be unsupportive. Holy moly! Oh, man,
0: it was like one thing after another. Yeah. I literally wrote, Why is everybody in? Insane. And then I go, one of them could just stay at the hospital and the other ones can go. And what is wrong with all of them? Like, this was just like. No, Bridget, they all have to go together. Oh my god, They're this was a team. Like... Listen, I know our family has our, our thing that is its own <laughs> sure. bag of crazy. <laughs> well, but, like, well, 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 but like that. I feel like you watch certain families and, like, people make decisions and you're just like, why are you doing this? What's happening? I, there was a part of this movie that I was like, I don't know if I'm believing. Like, you guys are all insane. Cause I don't know if I'm believing this at this point. Cause, like, there's a dead yeah. man in the back of your car this turned this movie now into funny because I can't take yeah. you serious anymore this can't be the indie drama serious. now this is like comedy we're all just gonna laugh at this because there's a dead guy in the back of the trunk what's
1: happening but that's the thing with the emotions I went from oh my gosh I'm so sad about grandpa and then oh wait now I can't be sad because no one else is sad because we're doing like a funny kidnap a dead body heist <laughs> and we get into Bernie's skit yes, uh, yes. and then I'm in a little children beautiful pageant. What? So (laughs) it's like you said, it was very fast. There's a lot of emotions happening. And even like, so they get to the the place and they're like, late? But not late? Like something weird. And then the lady's a jerk. But then there's this really cool guy who, I think his name is Kirby. Because he's cool (laughs) and I wrote it down. Yeah, it is! Kirby gets them into the system. Yo, Kirby was the real MVP. (laughs) And they literally lock him in. And then Red Kinnear is like, hey, where's the funeral home kirby and kirby's like oh are you sad and greg's like no i just need a funeral <laughs> I'm like wait what? and somehow that all gets resolved in like i don't know 20 minutes i don't, I don't know how long beauty pageants i don't are, think but... that's how that goes down but no. we're in a movie so la 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 we were in a movie so yeah very interesting and then watching greg Kinnear's reaction to the little creepy children was my reaction like, it was, <laughs> Looks of confusion and uncomfortable, and making weird faces at the announcer. That announcer, what? Like, the announcer? Uh, oh my god! What? He looked like he looked like a wax figurine from like Madame Tussauds, and I hated it because he could talk and dance, and I hated
0: it. I don't know why I'm thinking of this because like he wasn't like big, but he just reminded me of like a Twinkie. Like,
1: like, <laughs> like it was
0: like it was just like. Everything that was plastic and fake, oh, and I just hate it. the one scene where he's singing to oh Olive, god. and she's oh like, she's so, <laughs> she's so uncomfortable. Oh my god, it's, like, it's so
1: amazing! America, America. I was like, Oh my god, he's singing so creepily to the children. Somebody save the children. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I wrote in my notes because of our recent episode, but I go, This. This. This is Jack Black's worst nightmare.
1: a kind of sick patch this <laughs> yep that would be Jack Black alright oh my god oh uh, so funny and like oh uh, just so many things well and
0: it was kind of cute she sees Miss America and she goes do you eat ice cream and she goes yes I do I love ice cream my favorites blah 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 and she was like okay and that kind of made me happy again because yeah. it was just a little more lighthearted and silly and I think that was kind of what was interesting is like I wonder if adults. Beauty pageant queens Look at these kids that look like adults And they're like this isn't the same thing Like I wonder if like you actually Asked them all and was like do you like this Because you assume that's the track That you got here but is it
1: Listeners if any of you are beauty pageants We want to hear from you give us your Opinions on the creepy children And if you were creepy children sorry for insulting You but like do you want to talk about it Also I hope you
0: didn't meet Any of the audience Members that were basically like pedophiles watching you because Ugh. that creeped me out so much.
1: Yeah. And it was like, it was just a lot of like weird moms and like the one lady judge. I was like, Oh, like so just weird. I hate it. And the announcer, don't let him near the children. I don't, I don't want to say it again. People <laughs> so, America. America, was like, help me. I'm blinking <laughs> twice, which means help. So someone help. (laughs) yeah and
0: then at the same time which was fun Dwayne and steve carell kind of like work out Dwayne is accepting that he's not going to go into the air force and he's like i'll figure out how to get in there like if i want to fly i'll fly and you know and then steve carell is like kind
1: of being a sweet parental figure too steve carell makes a very like honestly it was probably my favorite lines in the whole movie is he just talks about how sometimes suffering is what makes us who we are and it was such a good character arc for him because that was like his moment of being like I went through some crap but that's not going to mean I stop but again it's like I I think of persevering like I just think of all these people how they are getting a lot of crap thrown at them and they still are like you know what there's some reason for me to keep going whatever that keep going looks like whether it's keep going towards a goal in the air force or keep living or keep going to this beauty pageant Uh or whatever and I just thought that was really sweet I loved it. It is kind of true. It's like, if you never experience hardship, then are you really, like, living? Is that mm-hmm. really going to be life? You're not.
0: You're yeah.
1: not. So get on a podcast and just stay weird. What? <laughs> just get on a podcast, experience the suffering of podcast editing, and then just, like, live a full life. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kinda. A little bit Who knows (laughs) Anyway Well this also
0: Is when they We talked about this earlier But they like Look at the They're like oh we should Go see the pageant They get horrified Run away And then they go We gotta get Olive And actually Dwayne does also A hilarious line Where he gets real serious And he's like You're the mom You're supposed to Protect her Don't let her do this I was like Woo Right But you know Olive was like But I'm gonna do it
1: Also I thought it was amazing How none of the other family members knew what her talent was like nobody nobody knew the song or like what the di- it was like a surprise for all which um, was extra awesome
0: so okay let's break down what it was so basically the grandpa picked the song super freak sure did and then had her do i guess age appropriate stripper moves
1: um correct and she wore <laughs> snappy pants <laughs> And those are the best ever.
0: And she was, like, rubbing, like, a, like, thing on her butt. I think that was her pants. Okay.
1: She, she wore, like, these little sparkly shorts. It was so funny. And she wore, like, a headband. And before she does the whole dance, she borrows a microphone. She goes, this is for my grandpa. And then you're like, oh. And then I teared up a little. And then the guy goes, where's your grandpa now? And she goes, in the trunk of our car. <laughs> He's like, ah, anyway. Play the music.
0: <laughs> so, basically after... And first of all, it was very, like, dramatized because it's a movie. Because people, like, got up and were like, oh my god! And it's like, that's oh, not... Please. Well, people would make fun of her, but they would stay.
1: Definitely. They would put it on TikTok and she'd go viral. Let's be real. She
0: would. She would be Honey Boo Boo too. Ah! The judge lady, like, get them down for there! Steve Carell gets up, starts <laughs> clapping his hands. Ah! And then Greg yeah. Kinnear's like, yeah, we're, it's basically, like, the scene where they all eat the ice cream bowl. Like, they're like, yeah. okay, We're all going to get into this. They're
1: like, we're all jumping in.
0: Oh, my God. This family just doesn't do anything
1: apart. They can't even do the beauty contest apart. Nope. They all had to be included. Except for Grandpa. But Grandpa was there in spirit. I picture Grandpa, like, floating above, like, (laughs) like doing, like, spirit fingers, being like, yes, Olive, (laughs) you're a super freak. (laughs) Oh, so great. Okay, but here's the thing, because I have seen this movie a couple times before this watch, and I honestly, in my memory, remember the movie ending there, ending with all them dancing on stage. Mm -hmm. Nope, it sure don't. What it ends with is they almost get arrested, but then don't, and then they just drive away. Mm -hmm. Where the cop's like, you can't compete in California anymore, but we won't press charges. I'm like, what charges? What are the charges? Somebody tell me the legal law. Tell me previous case law on a girl dancing to Super Freak with Snappy Pants. I would like to know because I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like I would win against you in court. So okay,
0: in this movie, in this movie that Abigail President is grown up and she stops kid <laughs> beauty pageants, You were the lawyer in the first I'm the scene, lawyer. and yeah. you're like, excuse me, law page section John three point nine. Uh, reference sister act to understand that. And you go off, and then you stop her, and then she's allowed to compete, and then you guys start In this movie. In the Bible, it said that they were <laughs> leaping
1: and dancing. That's from our Footloose episode, everyone. You have a listen? Yeah, I just... I guess I just never remembered that ending because it is kind of random. It's so random. I feel like the movie could have ended yes. with them all dancing and it still would have been great. So would have and been like, great. It was, whatever. it was like funny, I guess, seeing them all get in the car and just be like, okay, we're leaving now I guess, bye. And But I didn't need that ending. I could have just ended with super freak.
0: I'm with you. It kind of was funny though. Where it was like, you have to promise you will never compete <laughs> in a beauty contest and on the state of and California. And they were just like,
1: we don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> like deal. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Oh man. Yeah. It's just it's such a good movie. This
0: is such a good movie. It's it's also like the fact that Alan Arkin is this sweet grandpa supporting his daughter while snorting cocaine, and she ends up stancing <laughs> the super freak. It's just like, I don't know how you land that. How do you land that so and it's good. not like creepy or dysfunctional? Right. That's this movie. Is like it just made things work and you didn't understand how, but I was
1: here for it. I loved it. It's a lot of heart. I think it's definitely a movie. You gotta like be ready for the emotions. 'Cause gonna have a lot. And it's gonna piss you off
0: because Oh yeah. Greg Kinnear is kinda tough. He's tough to watch. Like I wanted to mute him at points because he was so annoying. Yeah. I mean, this is a fun one. I would absolutely watch again. Yep. I don't think this is a good movie to watch with a bunch of people. I think this is a great movie to watch
1: alone. Watch it alone if you have a lot of feelings inside that need to come out randomly. And then (laughs) Surprise (laughs) Here they are. You didn't know they were there, but they're there. So that's my advice.
0: I love it. Yep. Well, Kate, usually at this point of the episode, we get dad involved, but I doubt he knows this.
1: I will tell you immediately he has no idea what this movie is. Um, (laughs) Well, I have a movie for you. (gasps) Oh, can't wait. But it's
0: really, really different.
1: Okay, that's great.
0: Okay, and it was technically a fan pick. Oh. And I think it's actually somewhat relevant to your retro video store podcast crew. (gasps) Okay, so this is from 1991.
1: Ooh, my birth
0: year! This was not the first of its movie, but the second. Ooh! This lead character, if you are paying attention to the beginning of this episode, inspired Little Miss Sunshine. (gasps) Oh, snap! This is a science fiction action film. I
1: love it! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Produced Bring it on. and
0: directed by James Cameron, the oh. one, the only Terminator Two: Judgment Ooh! Day.
1: Ooh! Yeah baby I actually I'm not gonna lie I thought the fan pick Was for Numero uno I
0: got it wrong I went through my notes And it was T2 Okay Also well- I promised So this is for Tom Hey Tom And Tom Suggested this Like three months ago <laughs> Oh so, my god I'm, So I might be like Hey do you remember me Remember when <laughs> he suggested this So I'll have to remind Tom, him Tom it's
1: honestly It's my fault Because I just make up themes um, <laughs> That's- You know randomly, and Bridget doesn't know, so... Well, well, that was when
0: you were like, let's do Musical March, and I was like, uh, I have Terminator (laughs) 2 ready!
1: (laughs) Oh my god, wait, but of the two, I... Definitely like the second one better because it's good. Have you seen this movie? I have. And you know, when
0: these came out, Jimmy,
1: Jimmy, our brother, he
0: would just, this is the problem when you have a brother at this age is like, he would just watch it over and over and over that I I didn't really enjoy the movie. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to really, really enjoy like sitting down, being older yeah. and like taking it in as an adult because yes. I think I was just sick of it. I was like, I'm sick of Jimmy watching this and, and he just hogs the TV and I'm over. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Also, I have a very, and it's not my memory because I was like an infant, but it's a memory from home videos that Jimmy had. It was, I think, a literal plastic labeled as a Terminator gun. And you would pull the trigger and it would be like... Like, it was, like, it would, like, light up and make gun shooting noises, and I have a distinct memory of a home video of Jimmy, like, just pretending to shoot you and me, and, like, I was literally, like, a newborn child, and he's, like, holding it up to my head, and mom's just filming, like, this is so adorable, Leave these children.
0: And we're back to Little Miss Sunshine Dysfunction, Yeah, we're back to- the- Yes! <laughs> yes! So, (laughs) oh, I
1: love it. I'm super, super excited. And I'm so excited. Donald is going to be accents. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited for this. Well,
1: Tom, thank you for that pick. And hopefully we uh, do it just (laughs) eight months later or whatever it is.
0: Tom is the person that he makes a joke and I never know if it's a joke. And that's basically our relationship is like, ha ha. And then he's like, no, it wasn't a joke. And I was like, oh. And he's like, it was a joke. I was like, ah! and that's pretty much all we do. So maybe this was a joke and I didn't get it once again.
1: Tom, don't leave us a passive-aggressive <laughs> review because neither of us will understand what it means. So, oh boy. Well, and listeners, if you <laughs> like to, well, hopefully you don't like being passive-aggressive, but if you like being a super Freak oh. and wearing snappy pants oh. and doing this over the head super weird fr- something super freak. move. She's super freaky. You should write us a review. We love reviews, we love written reviews. Please don't make them passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> jokes or jokes, not for real folks. Okay. Ooh. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and some other podcasting apps. We also have a website, so you can check us out on there, it.com You can go on our website, and if you would like to be like Tom and request a movie, on our website, if you scroll down on the main page, there is a submission form. You can submit a movie. I will tell you, we do have somewhat of a list of requests at this point. So we will add you to the list which is very exciting that we actually have a list that makes me very excited but you can listen to our episodes on there learn more about Bridget and I and contact us as well all that jazz.
0: <gasps> Katie the one thing that you forgot and I looked up is you can buy us coffee.
1: Oh yeah you need to talk about that because I, I don't know too much about it but you set that up so can you give us a little spiel about that? So
0: hey folks is hey, uh, <coughs> the deal okay while we are just raking in the dough from this podcast. Oh, Pizza pizza dough. It's not money. We realized that money would help too. And through the magic of internet, you could do that. You can just give us money. And what would that money go to? Well, that money goes to Katie because basically she spends hours (laughs) and hours and hours editing this (laughs) podcast. And if it makes you laugh and you have just as much fun as us, it really truly feels like some sort of validation. And what we really want to do with the money is use it to promote it to people and try to actually like advertise and make other people laugh and feel like they're our sisters too. And the biggest shout out goes to our first person that bought us coffee Julie! Woo! Julie! And she said you two keep me entertained and energized every Wednesday.
1: Julie bless your little heart.
0: What a gem! So you can find that on our website where it says buy us sisters coffee or on Instagram on the link. Link in bio. I get to say that because we figured out how to do that.
1: I love it. I love it. So, yes, buy us coffee, leave us a review, whatever you would like. We love all that. We love it all. So, we'll see y'all next week for. Oh, wait. bridge. <laughs> I was like, yes. I just. Yeah. Say, yeah. If you were at a diner with me and you wanted a la mode <laughs> waffles, I would say get them. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Katie,
0: if your VW van and your entire dysfunctional family... broke down. I would help run to start it. Thanks, Bridge. I
1: would need no, piping. So that's good.
0: Kate? Kate, if you somehow ended up marrying to somebody that created the nine steps for self-health, oh, god. was it working? I would definitely help you run away from him.
1: Oh my god, thank you.
0: And then we would take Dwayne and he would fly us away <laughs> and we would then create the movie I want to make with Abigail Breslin as an older woman where you start off as the lawyer. First scene. I have it written. It's it's written in my wow. head. Oh. Sorry, back to you being perfect and, I'm, and I love you. <laughs>
1: that's it. I uh, love you. It's very sweet bridge. I love you, listeners. We, we love you. you. We love you, and sisters. We'll see y'all next week for Terminator Two. Y'all, we'll be back.
0: <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, that's a good.
1: Put thing. that cookie down. <laughs>
0: oh, put that cookie down. Oh yeah, it's gonna be those references for sure. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. I love you. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things Sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week.